Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Alex Hall in Fresno. The small city of Sanger, about a 20-minute drive east of Fresno, is recognized as the nation's Christmas tree city. But where did the name come from? KVPR's Sarith Hawk visited Sanger to get the story behind the slogan. It's just before Christmas, and there's not a lot of stirring going on in downtown Sanger. It's raining, and the streets are fairly quiet. The only obvious signs of the festive holiday are an artificial tree in the middle of the main intersection and holiday banners hanging from the lampposts. So for some, it might initially come as a surprise that Sanger is known as the nation's Christmas tree city. It's on the city's emblem and in signage. I showed the slogan to Scott Hubbard, who's lived just outside of Sanger for the past three years. You've seen this? Yeah, Opera 180. You don't know what it means? No, because I don't see any Christmas trees. (laughs) CEO and president of the Sanger District Chamber of Commerce, Karen Pearson, says there's a reason for that. We're not the Christmas trees, plural city. We're the nation's Christmas tree city, you know, singular. That singular tree is the General Grant Giant Sequoia in Kings Canyon National Park, officially designated as the nation's Christmas tree. The story goes that in 1924, R.J. Sr. and Charles E. Lee, both of the Sanger Chamber of Commerce, were wandering in the Grant Grove area of the park when a little girl approached the General Grant tree. Pearson reads the story from there. After a moment of complete silence, she said, mostly to herself, what a lovely Christmas tree that would be. She then turned and ran off into the grove. They never learned her name, but they couldn't forget her words. The following Christmas, Lee wrote to President Calvin Coolidge, suggesting the general grant be adopted as the nation's Christmas tree. It was made official in 1926, and an annual trek to the tree has been held ever since on the second Sunday in December. This was the 96th year. A video captured the festive event with bell ringers, carolers, and a flag and memorial wreath-laying ceremony. The tree is also the nation's only living shrine to fallen service members. It's not just the, you know, the, the, the little Sanger's Christmas tree. It's not Fresno County's Christmas tree. It's not California's Christmas tree. It's the entire nation's Christmas tree. Like, that's huge, you know? Since the national designation in 1926, 
Sanger has received a presidential letter each year in honor of the commemoration. This is one of my favorites, and this is the original, so I pulled it out for you. She carefully takes a letter out of a plastic casing, signed by John F. Kennedy. It says, you have my very best wishes for a joyous and successful Christmas service. Other presidential letters in the pile include Ronald Reagan and Richard Nixon. This This year's letter came via email from President Biden. And it says, I send my warmest greetings to all those gathered at the Sanger District Chamber of Commerce's 90, well, he put the wrong year, 94th, it's the 96th. But despite the recognition, Pearson says getting the message out to the public is a bit of a challenge. People think that we're supposed to have Christmas trees, like we grow Christmas trees. And so it's it's a message that we're constantly trying to get out there. Like This is a marketing problem for the Chamber of Commerce. It is a marketing problem for the Chamber of Commerce. Sanger native Courtney Ramirez thinks there's an easy solution. She fired off a recent tweet about it. I am here again for my yearly rant. Why doesn't Sanger, California lean into the Christmas tree city thing all year long? At the very least, do a pop-up ornament store in December. I know there's got to be an empty storefront on 7th Street. Ramirez says she has a soft spot for small businesses and all things local. She says she wants to see her hometown take advantage of its claim to fame. I I think it's just a natural branding that that might be a little easy to lean into. Pearson says there are already major holiday events in December that draw crowds. There's the Toyland Parade and a tree lighting ceremony in the center of town that harkens back to the nation's official Christmas tree. It's a sapling of the General Grant, gifted back in 1939. For the California Report, I'm Sarith Hawk in Fresno. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. And that's the California Report for Friday, December 24th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. On this Christmas Eve, we just wanted to thank everyone for listening and to wish everyone a safe and happy holiday wherever you may be celebrating this year. We also wanted to thank everyone who has helped put together the California Report each week. We couldn't do it without you. 
Our engineers are Danny Bringer and Katie McMurrin, with assistance from Seal Muller, Jim Bennett, Brendan Willard, and Chris Hoff. Our producers are Mary Franklin Harvin, Holly J. McDeed, Alice Wolfley, and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our director of news is Vinnie Tong. Our executive editor is Ethan Tobin Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm Alex Hall, and from all of us here at KQED and the California Report, happy holidays, and thanks, as always, for listening. Support for the California Report comes from Personal Capital, helping people take control of their finances with financial tools and objective advice from a fiduciary advisor. PersonalCapital.com Stanford Medicine, protecting your health and providing dependable care with safe in-person appointments and video visits. StanfordHealthCare.org slash AdaptingCare And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, focused on finding exceptional people and helping them do more for others together. On the web at SchmidtFutures.com Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! <laughs> 